podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Wednesday the 19th of October. Crystal Palace have climbed to 10th in the Premier League following a 2-1 win over Wolves at Selhurst Park. Wolves had only scored four goals all season before the game, but took the lead through Adam Traore. Eberichi Eze then equalised before talisman Wilf Zaha scored the winner with 20 minutes remaining. After the game, Zaha was pleased with his team for showing courage after going a goal down. He said, We had to dig deep. We were playing well in the first half, but the goal was a massive blow. We had to keep going. This is what it takes in the Premier League. We knew we had it within us and we got what we deserved. Wolves stay one point above the relegation zone. Brighton has still yet to win a Premier League game since new boss Roberto De Zerbi came into the club. They drew 0-0 at home to bottom-of-the-table Nottingham Forest, a result that leaves them in seventh place, having picked up just two points since Graham Potter left for Chelsea. Brighton dominated the game last night but missed a string of good chances, particularly in the first half. And there's a packed schedule in the Premier League tonight. Bournemouth hosts Southampton in the South Coast Derby. Brentford play Chelsea in the West London Derby. West Ham travel to Anfield in the Joe Cole Derby. Newcastle host Everton. And in the pick of the games, Manchester United play Spurs at Old Trafford. Those are your headlines. OK, let's start with Palace at home to Wolves. It wasn't a game I was looking forward to, but actually it was pretty good in the end. Let's hear from comedian and Palace fan Chloe Petz. I was at the game tonight. Um, obviously I'm absolutely buzzing it's my first one this season because I've been off and away uh, and what a one to go to Sellers Park under the lights is always incredible there's um, there's a real atmosphere to it because I think there's a lot of um, I'm going to say it meathead men that populate Sellers Park when the kids are away because they're uh, you know trying to get their sleep before school so yeah it felt quite charged and electric and Obviously, we dominated the first section of play and we're thinking, God, if we can get some goals here, then maybe we can have a comfortable win, which is not something we've had this season. We've uh, come behind in the games that we've we've won or started slowly, started poorly. But yeah, unfortunately, of course, uh, Bueno, their left back, who I personally found to be quite poor, breaks away, delivers a banging cross, Adama Traore, scores against us the inconsistent man clearly scores against us it always happens um and yeah i felt quite morose at, at half time i have to say i thought coming back to my first one it's not what i wanted um and then yeah we needed that quick start and i just think it was a real case of the players of quality showed up here uh and and that was the difference between two quite average teams i think wolves are worse than us but but i think we are an average team um and um you know elise paired up with with eze who was cool calm and collected in his finish and then um uh wolves aha obviously and eze showed a moment of quality and that was the difference between us also big shout out to chait kore who i think was the difference uh between between the the two sides again um in that he was just incredibly solid at the base of midfield and um was really sort of getting into the backs of wolves midfielders not letting them turn and then obviously we had sort of the worry the worrying end at the end where um we sat back off them and when you allow players like Jao Moutinho and Ruben Neves to turn and have a bit of time to to play wherever they want that's that's where you start getting worried so yeah I was really nervous it was a really nervy ending I didn't feel comfortable but fortunately we managed to see it out to the end and um 
yeah, I think it's a good place for us to build on. I think it was a real test at this game of, you know, because at the beginning of the season, we had a really difficult run and we were kind of going, let's just stay in it, be competitive. And then when we play against those mid-level to bottom-level teams, we'll show what we can do. And, and now we're having to show what we can do. For, we've got two home wins on the bounce, a decent point against Leicester. Um, so, yeah, I really hope we can build on that uh, against Everton at the weekend and uh, Southampton the week after that, which I will also be at, hoping that I can extend my status as a lucky charm. That was comedian and Palace fan Chloe Petz. Good result for Palace. It's a strange one, isn't it? Because I think they've actually been pretty good this season. Um, results haven't really told the full story because they have played a lot of good teams. And now they've got a little run where they've got an opportunity to put some points on the board, and I think they'll do that. They're up into 10th now. I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them go higher over the next few weeks. OK, Brighton yet to win a game since Roberto De Zerbi came into the club. It's always going to be difficult to replace someone like Graham Potter, but I think it's very, very important, and, and I don't think Brighton are the, the sort of club that will do this, but it's important to stick with this new guy. Brighton's, the structure of the club, the, the way they operate, is to be admired. And I didn't know much about Roberto De Zerbi when he came in. But I trust them. I trust that they've got the right guy. And they're, they're not the sort of club that are going to rush him into in, into decisions because he's under certain pressures from the board. That's not going to happen. He's going to get time. He's going to get space in which to operate. The old problems of Brighton were there last night. They They don't score many goals. They haven't scored many goals for the last three seasons. And we thought maybe they'd turned a corner at the start of this season. They're scoring a few more but it's reverted back to type. They still need a striker. Mope's not there anymore. Welbeck is a good player, but he's not quite, you know, he's, he's not primed Danny Welbeck anymore. We saw uh, Undav come off the bench last night, a striker they signed over the summer, but wasn't given much opportunity, not, not many minutes. So it's still the same problem they've got. Yes, they've got excellent players all, all around the pitch. Uh, Alexis McAllister, a Trossard, fantastic. Pascal Gross is a good player. Solly March is a good player. Danny Welbeck is a good player. But there's no one there who, and I don't want to sound like a, a Graeme Souness, Tim Sherwood type, but they ain't got anyone there to put the ball in the net. <laughs> and it, sometimes it is it is that simple. They missed a string of chances in that first half in particular. You just you just felt it was inevitable. But fair play to Forrest. Look, they've they've dug out a good result at an excellent side. Brighton are an excellent side. Despite not scoring that many goals, they're a very, very good Premier League side. For Forrest to go there and to get a result is 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 a big one for Steve Cooper. It's a big one for the Forrest fans. It gives them something to cling on to. That's now two positive results they've got in the last uh, 10 days. Okay, both draws. Not much to say for it in terms of the league position, but this is something to build on. And like I keep saying about Forrest... They might well come good once these players start to gel together. Last night we saw Brennan Johnson play in the number nine role with uh, Gibbs White and Lingard off him. I think that that seemed like a decent option. I mean, Brennan Johnson's much more mobile than uh, Awani, Awani, Awani. I don't know how to say his name properly, uh, or, or Sam Surridge, or even maybe Emmanuel Dennis. Um, so it made sense to try that. But the 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 truth of it is that the biggest cheer of the night for Forest fans came from Brennan Johnson chasing down a centre-back and, and winning a throw-in. So yes, it's a good result, but they need to sort themselves out going forwards. But as I say, that's that's a matter of them gelling. OK, that's all we've got time for. Um, good games tonight. I hope you enjoy those wherever you're watching them. We'll be back same time tomorrow on Whistleblowers Daily. 
Social Podcast Network.